Welcome to the K-Pop Cast. I'm your K-Pop host, Stephanie, calling in from the YouTube studio, and I'm joined by the K-Pop Cast PD-nim, Michaela. Yes, hello everybody. Today, we'll be talking about GOT7's Lullaby. Letting you know if this song is daebak or not. But before we dive into that, first hit replay. Replay, Hit replays are songs that we recommend you put on repeat or replay for the week. Michaela, I am dying to hear what you put for hit replay. <laughs> You've always got some hot tracks in your arsenal. Well, I feel like I'm kind of just following a trend with this one. My hit replay is PLT's Agoholic. They've been my hit replay for a few a episodes few times, now, yeah. I feel like. But for good reason. <laughs> They're the really song good. Is a bop. They've been getting a lot more recognition, especially from like the YouTube K-pop community with this track. Yeah. So I really hope that this like pushes them further and just increases their popularity, especially in Korea. Where we going to rip that day? Facts and all. Listen to PLT's Go Holic. I will. Don't gotta tell me twice. Yeah, but Stephanie, what's your head replay? Well, within that same world of K R and B, I had to pick mm-hmm. Jay Park's new track V. <laughs> Yeah, it's a laid-back, yes. understated, kind of end-of-summer song, which is appropriate for where we're at yeah. right now. There's not too much going on. Mm-hmm. Um, you just want to, like, sit back by the pool and enjoy this one. I call this one Jay Park's uh, Hotline Bling. Yeah! <laughs> just because a lot of the themes that you see in the the track, like the calling yep. and all the different girls. Mm, yes, all the girls. Baby, I go ship on your hair, your corn. E. Otton se karinji no no diso one. Ni. No ye mo man is fish. My lucky baby, yeah, it's alright. Won't move the day when I don't know. Let's talk all night, yeah. My lucky baby, yeah, it's alright. Won't move the day when I don't know. You definitely check out the music video because some of the visuals are crazy. I agree, I agree. So, moving on to our Daybok or Not for GOT7 Lullaby. was produced by Gloryface, JK, and Jin Lee of Full Bloom, or Full Par. Uh, they're mostly known for producing Sistar's I Swear back in 2014. Gloryface? So Hold up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Gloryface. Alright. It's, it's, their name is actually in Korean, but I can't really pronounce the Korean, so uh, I'm just okay. doing the translation. <laughs> yeah. 
Awesome. So there's a lot of movie parts in this song. It's a fast-paced dance track, so it's built to keep the energy in the room high while you're out having a good time with your yeah. friends. So I really like the slower R&B verses, though. Mm-hmm. So yeah. the, while the chorus is this high-energy kind of electro, we a- so we actually consulted one of our music experts, Pilo, and asked, what genre is this? And <laughs> he said, I quote, it's uninspired synth house with R&B verses. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> Can't you just hear his voice? It's like, yeah. like, mm, like not mm. up to my standards. But yeah, I really like the, the slow R&B parts. And there's a little mm-hmm. light snare drum in the back sometimes. It gives it a little bit of loungy sophistication. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I think it's because <laughs> of that, that whole unsophisticated sound that reminds us of a lot of other songs that we've heard from this past year like specifically for me it reminds me a lot of 101's Energetic yes and it kind of has that that, you know that hype moments with also smooth R&B moments as well yeah that's I think the closest comparison for sure Mm -hmm. Um, it reminded me a lot of Newest RLTL or Real Love True Love which came out I guess a couple years ago now but yeah, check that out yeah. for another close comparison. Yeah. And in general, this is actually like a really new sound for GOT7. I mean, we kind of heard this a little bit in look. So it's really cool that they're continuing with this new kind of what is it dancey, funky R&B sound. Yeah. You can definitely say that the days of them replaying samples over and over again like they did in Girls, Girls, Girls and Just Right and Stop, Stop, Stop It? Is it Stop It, Stop It? <laughs> stop, Stop, Stop? Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't even remember. Yeah, and A, so that's kind of, they've moved on from this. Yeah, we actually reached out to our producer, Rodri, who always has mm-hmm. some cool insights about the vocals and the instrumentation. And, and he called out that in this case, while there's so much going on with the instruments and the music track, uh, the vocals seem to matter less in this style of song and that the range of the frequencies is all over the place. Really high frequencies, not a lot of mid or low range. Yeah. And with GOT7, honestly, they're a group that they are amazing performers. Mm. But when it comes to vocals, especially at least for me in the rap line, that's kind of where they sort of fall short as a group. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, and but like I said, they're uh, amazing performers. So, despite maybe not having as strong of a vocal, that doesn't come across in the performance. The performance is still amazing and high energy. Oh yes, indeed. And speaking mm-hmm. of areas in which the boys excel, uh, how about we jump over to the visuals? Oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> The visuals. Yes. Oh, man. So, Stephanie, tell us a little bit about that. Don't mind if I do. So, in this Mm -hmm. music video, just like there's a lot happening in the the instrumentation and the audio, there's a lot happening in the video. Uh, Mm -hmm. So, we see... First of all, uh, some pretty rad hair dye going on. Someone has bright (laughs) unicorn purple hair, and I can't take my eyes off it. But each boy Mm -hmm. is basically living out their own individual dream. So Jackson Mm -hmm. is walking around in a record store daydreaming, but in the end... He actually wakes up and he. it turns out he's on stage performing in front of a crowd. 
So it shows that he really likes music in his day-to-day life, but he would rather, like in his dreams, he would love to be on stage. Um, Jin Young is driving an old car on the road alone, and when he realizes that he's dreaming, the car starts flying through space. And I'm reminded almost of BTS's idol video because just so much random <laughs> stuff is happening in the universe. But it's really just cute yeah. to see each boy embracing their own dream and participating fully and, and having so much fun. It might seem a little random, but actually in the lead up to this release, they had their solo music videos. And you got to see a little bit of where some of these visuals came from. Mm. So specifically with Young Jay's scenes, there's a teddy bear. Yep. And in his solo music video, there's a teddy bear that he's trying to pick up or grab through a claw machine. And Jin Young, he goes to this field and like unearths like a toy car from a box <gasps> and starts playing with it like he's flying. So that's where you see the origins of a lot of these is from their solo teasers. So it might seem random, but if you go and look at the solo MVs, you'll understand a little bit more about why these <laughs> random scenes are appearing. Ooh, I think I will go check out those solo music videos right after this. <laughs> so Michaela, why don't you tell us about the meaning behind all of this stuff? Oh, well, like every pop song, obviously, it's love. Oh, wow. Okay. (laughs) It's over now. (laughs) Thanks for that. Yeah. Love, you know, it can make us feel like we're dreaming or drive us to pursue our dreams. But in this case, love, as in love, can make us feel at peace, like when you hear a lullaby, hence the name of this song. So specific examples of this, at least in the Korean version for the lyrics are Jin Young's verse right before the chorus where he says... If this, a, if this is a dream, don't wake me up. Mm-hmm. Mark's verse, where he says, Even if you cover my eyes and it becomes dark, it's okay. The reason it feels bright in the darkness is... It's you! It's you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Too cute. It's kind, kind of cheesy, but it's very so beautiful. So corny. I mean, what's what's not to love? Like we said, GOT7 is really known for their performance, so yes. I think we should get into the choreo. Uh, Steph, do you want to talk about yes. that? Yes. Oh, I've been waiting. <laughs> so... <laughs> First of all, can I just say that when I saw there was a dance version available, I like stopped the original music video prematurely and just jumped over to go watch the the dance version. (laughs) And it's not just any dance version, it's the dance suit version. (gasps) What? No. What other version do you need, honestly? Like, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Okay, anyways, to (laughs) actually talk about the dance. Um, Mm -hmm. So they actually don't have in the music video really long sustained scenes where you get to see the whole choreo play out. They're changing scenes so often that you only get little glimpses of the cool formations that they do. So I really recommend that you go check out the the dance version of the video. Number one, because you can see uh, the formations and the changes and everywhere that they're moving. And number two, so that you can hear when their feet hit the ground and like understand (laughs) that it's almost like they're tap dancing. They're stomping and they're kicking and they're shuffle ball changing. And I'm almost reminded of like a teen top routine with how much isolated foot and ankle movements there are. I hope nobody sprained their Mm -hmm. ankle in the making of this uh, video. (laughs) (laughs) Um, A couple other things to note about the choreo. It is called, the, the song is called Lullaby. And so when they say sweet lullaby in the chorus, they put their hands up next to their head and lean over as if they're about to go to sleep. That's really cute. But you'll you'll 
miss it if you blink. <laughs> and then if you look, if you if you really focus on what style of dance they're doing, it changes depending on. Uh, it, it changes along with the audio's genre changes. So, like we said before, the verses have an R and B sound to it that's a little slower, and so the dance moves they do are, yeah. they do are more uh, hip focused or hunched over, like more powerful, gritty, er, aggressive. My style. <laughs> <laughs> and then for the more electro synth house part, they're up on their feet, they're lighter, they're fleet footed. Doing all those like hand and foot isolated moves. So, I, if you can't already tell, I'm a huge fan of this routine. I want to go home and learn it myself. <laughs> yeah, no. I, when you mentioned tap dancing, I, I really see it now because going back, like in the chorus, they have that moment where they're like kind of flailing and like stepping. And if you could hear what their feet were sounding, I definitely would sound like tap dancing. So yeah, yeah, for sure. And there's even around the three minute mark, someone might be doing a tap style solo. I'm not sure who it is, <laughs> but uh, oh, maybe yeah. go back and look at that. Yeah, and the ankle breaking that actually kind of like hit. I uh, know because one of the members did break their ankle. No, <laughs> like a few promotions ago when they were doing, I think it was Negahamyeon. Um, oh I no. Yeah, if it's if it's you, if it were you. If it's you. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. The pattern here is that both the choreo and the audio definitely have a a universal appeal and universal sound that yeah, yeah it, it, everyone can find something that they like about it. But um, I know you did some research about how none of that is on accident, how they are actually trying to make <laughs> no. uh, a global leap with this song, right? It's part of their training to actually learn a second language. And that actually comes in handy because there's actually four different versions of this song. So they have a Korean version, an English version, a Spanish version, and a Mandarin Chinese version. <laughs> The Spanish lyrics for the song were actually by Alex Gonzalez, and he's actually a drummer and a songwriter for the Mexican rock band Mana. Ooh, they're big. Yeah, so it was really cool to see that his name was connected to the track, so you know that they were taking care when they were taking, thinking of like what the Spanish lyrics were going to be. Yeah. I mean, even when there's English versions of K-pop songs, a lot of the times you can tell, ooh, they didn't really have a native speaker look at it, or they didn't. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, really? This just feels weird. Um, but yeah, now now it seems like they're not only having a native speaker look at it, but someone mm-hmm. who's big in the music industry who speaks that language. That's nuts. And the English version, the lyrics were done by Sophia Pei, and she's actually a British-Korean artist and producer, and she's produced a a lot of K-pop songs, actually, from, like, Girls' Generation, Eric Nam, and Sistar, so she, I think she was a good choice to represent the English version of the track, because the English version is actually a bop, too. Indeed. I'm gonna have to Mm -hmm. check these out, and probably gonna have to follow this Sophia person to see what else yeah, no. what else she produces. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, but with these four different versions of the song, will this really like jumpstart their sort of global recognition? I mean, do can we see this English version of the track getting played on the radio here? <sighs> Sigh. You know, <laughs> Stephanie is unconvinced. I'm I'm not convinced. Yeah, it's just it's so K-pop. Yeah, it does have crossover appeal, like I said before. But like Peter said, ah, it's it's missing that X factor. I think that would that would push it over and make it super appealing to the the U.S. market in particular. But I mean, I see it's it's charting really well mm-hmm. um, in a lot of countries. So maybe they'll prove me wrong. Yeah, and I mean, they do have a large international fan base. I mean, their last tour, the Eyes on You tour, was sold out in all of the countries mm-hmm. that it was in. So. If anything, they they do have the audience or the army of fans. <laughs> army, get it, <laughs> yeah, to get it played on on the radio with requests. But will it be a big hit here? I I agree with you. I don't think it really has the kind of oomph that a song needs to really do well over here. Yeah, it's so hard to define that. Mm-hmm. But I guess you know you know it when you hear it, and you know you <laughs> definitely know when it's not there. Yeah, yeah. On that note, I think it's about that time to give our final scores. So, Michaela, why don't you kick us off? For the concept, one being the lowest, five being the highest, how would you rate Lullaby? Well, I have to give it a very strong four. Wow. Obviously, like we said, they look amazing. Uh Uh-huh. And the music video itself is just, you know, I compared it to look. Mm-hmm. But I think all of the visuals in this are just a, a big step up from that music video. I mean, it looks chaotic, but it also looks very beautiful. And each scene has its own kind of character and color. And even the scenes without color, like I love that black and white dance scene. Mm. It really contrasts well with everything else. So I have to, I have to give it a four because it's, it's really good. Steph, what do you give it? I really liked it as well, especially the part where uh, flowers are sprouting up everywhere. <laughs> it's really cute. But at the same time, I, mm-hmm. I don't know if it's very original. I think we've, yeah. we've seen this same kind of formula in a lot of other videos. So I'm going to have to bring it down to maybe 3.4. Okay. Still good. Okay. Still enjoyable, just not, not too original to me. So how about the audio, Michaela? What score would you give it? Uh, for me, it's a three. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I think, you know, after the discussion that we've had, for me, I was playing it over again, obviously, preparing for the show. But I think, for me, if it wasn't preparing for the show, I might not have replayed it as much as I did. It's a great sound, and I think they should really continue on with it. But I don't think that this is the tip top of what they can do with this sound. I totally agree. And the way I'm going to score it is (laughs) 3.5. This is because when I look back at the other songs that this reminds me of, like Energetic Mm -hmm. and RLTL, I really loved those. And they stay on my playlist forever. So, Mm -hmm. you know what? I'm just going to replace one of them with this one. Okay. But you know what? Let's just like seamlessly roll on in yeah. with this one. <laughs> yeah, no, I totally get you. Sometimes when I was playing it in my head, sometimes energetic would come on. Like, yeah. Oh, wait, no, wait, that's the wrong song. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So again, yeah. like not, not super original, but hey, I still like it. Overall, was GOT7's Lullaby 
Daybok or not? Daybok for me. It's Daybok for me too. Yeah. Yeah. Not not like a strong hit it out of the park Daybok, but mm-hmm. gotta give it to him. Be sure to join us for our K-pop Twitter chats on Tuesdays at 12 p.m. Pacific time using the hashtag K-pop chat. With the return of the K-pop chat this week, we opened up for everyone to share their thoughts on the drama over Cube and Pentagon's comeback. Amanda, or Tear X Mama, says that Cube should have supported Hyuna and Idan, saying, yes, they've been dating for a while and it hasn't affected their work, so we'll just support them and drop it. Cube dropped the ball big time on this. I have to say, I agree. And I think at Ikpinmeli, or Double M on Twitter agrees, he or she says it was a Daybok comeback, but the fact that they couldn't promote it with all of their members was just awful, and Edong missing is just so noticeable. I can't listen to the song comfortably because I have mixed feelings about it. Ooh. Yeah, I, there's such a big difference between the international fan reception and the Korean fan reaction, right? It's, it's, yeah. Well, hopefully over time, those two groups can, can agree and come together and we can all just loosen up a little bit over this dating thing. Yeah, because if KCON was any indication, like when they performed, the crowd went crazy. So oh, yeah. They have a really strong fan base mm-hmm. here. And I think I saw on Twitter that Hyuna is considering or may have already signed with A. OMG, Jay Park's label. Ooh. Is that just a rumor or mm. we'll have to look into that. We'll, we'll follow up <laughs> next week. But anyone, any listeners want to confirm that rumor uh, and make my day, please do. <laughs> I know, That'd right? Awesome. I would love to see her <laughs> under AOMG because I feel like they're going to let her really be herself. Yeah. And I think that's going to be amazing. Exactly. So we also got some great feedback from our dear friend, Ricky Woodson, on our Avenger-style K-pop podcast summer song episode. Ricky says, I don't know what's my favorite summer jam yet. Don't Leave and In the Air by Shinwa, Dimelo by Card, and all of XMM's first album are just fighting for my love. I'll wait till summer is over to decide. The K-pop cast is produced by Peter Lowe, Stephanie Parker, Ariana Khan, and edited by Peter Lowe, Rodri Thomas, and Michaela J. Matt Diaz leads the K-pop chat, and Raman Mon runs our Instagram. So don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, and tell your friends. Signing off, let our listeners know where we can find you online. And if you were in GOT7, what would you choose for your lullaby concept? Ooh, tough choice. Yeah. You can find me on Twitter at sparker2. And I really liked... Who was in the library with all the books? That was JB. Sea of books. JB, yes. He he and I, I would specifically like to be in the library with JB. (laughs) If that's an option, I choose that. Yeah, and you can find me at Michaela J K pop on Twitter, and I'm gonna piggyback off of Stephanie's answer. And my lullaby concept would be riding in the car with Jin Young in the stars. So Oh, into the stars, yeah. into the sunset. Mm-hmm. Don't forget to tell us your answer by tweeting us at the K-pop cast. This was so much fun. <laughs> we'll catch y'all next time. Alright, thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.
I'll read this sign-off thing. The K-pop cast is produced. Well, do you want to read it? You want to give it a shot? Yeah, I'll try. Woo! Go, go for it. You got this. Uh, all right. The K-pop cast is. <laughs> 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 <laughs>